1: This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And if you're thinking of spicing up your floors, our guests this afternoon have lots of solutions, whether it's carpeting, wood, laminate, all sorts of surfaces. We'll talk to the folks at End of the Roll. First, though, here's a look at the consumer news headlines from this past week. Vancouver City Council is pondering the idea of closing the Granville Strip to traffic this summer. Councillor Sarah Kirby-Young says she is pitching a pilot project for this summer to turn the area of Granville, south of Robson, into a large open-air pedestrian space with room for patios and potential performances from artists. She says it would help both restaurants and the arts sector, both of which have obviously been hit pretty hard by the pandemic. If the pilot project is approved and if it goes well, Kirby Young believes the idea could be expanded. She points out there's already a bunch of little pop-up patios on a smaller scale on Cambie Maine, South Granville, Fraser, where locals are able to sit and even eat takeout on communal tables, which are well spaced out for COVID. A Vancouver restaurant on Main Street near Broadway is getting a helping hand from its neighbor, a bookstore. This is kind of a cool story. The Wallflower restaurant was denied a curbside patio license because of all the construction on Main Street. It's really busy there. There just wasn't room. But the Pulp Fiction bookstore beside them had lots of room outside their space and an awning. So they offered it to the Wallflower The city signed off on the idea, and now the restaurant has its patio and a reason to stay in business. The Wallflower's owner, Heather Silagi, says it's totally selfless of the bookstore. But Pulp Fiction, the owner, Chris Brayshaw, says he's happy to help. So another reason why we should all support our local bookstores. This one is Pulp Fiction on Main, near Broadway. And a new study shows what color car has the best resale value. And I'm guessing you might not agree. You might think it's blue, it's white. No, the best car for resale value, the best color, is yellow. A study by IC Cars shows that after three years, the color vehicle that gets the best resale value is yellow. Yellow. They say it's not because yellow is the most desired color. It's because there's so few of them on the resale market. Yellow is among the colors least ordered for new cars. So there's just not that many out there. Beige was the second safest on the list when it comes to depreciation. The uh, least desired color on the resale market? Gold. (laughs) Gold. Both gold and yellow cars. I don't see them very often. I guess that's why. Uh, that's all, all out the window, by the way, if your car is a convertible. Convertibles resale best. And you probably guessed this one, when they're red. And if it's a minivan, the best color is blue. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, some great ideas if you're thinking of fixing up your floors. Whether it's carpeting, laminate, wood, end of the roll has got it all. And we'll talk to them next. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And how's your floor? I don't think we give our floors enough respect, you know, we walk on them all day long, and uh, they they really do a lot for us. And nowadays, there are all sorts of options for your floor, and there's no better place to go than End of the Roll. You can go to endoftheroll.com. Uh, they're a name that everybody knows. They've got uh, stores across Canada, nine stores in the Lower Mainland, four on the island. And with me now from End of the Roll is Mark Basie. How are you doing, Mark? Good, Martin. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Now, you just told me that you are kind of in the middle of your own DIY, a do-it-yourself project in your own home. And uh, that just makes me uh, really curious because you're the expert in flooring. So uh, like, what are you putting down on your floor? Complete glass floors? What, what, what kind of high technology flooring are you using?
2: Yeah, stainless steel, completely <laughs> space proof. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Uh no, it's 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 funny. The um the house that we bought about a year and a half ago was in nineteen sixty six. Uh your typical BC box. Um and the flooring that it was in it is the typical big box store stuff that you get. So it was fine. But, you know, obviously being a flooring guy myself, I take a look at it and I could see all the little imperfections and all the little glitches with it. So like, the flooring I'm walking around on right now, is a, it's a fine laminate product from a big box store, but the joints are separating in it, and that's because usually when you're shopping, you know, for the lowest possible price product, what can happen is the joints in the, uh, the laminate product aren't very strong. Like, most people look at flooring, and, and they get enamored by the look and the color and the texture and all that good stuff that comes with design, but what's really important is, you know, what the technology that goes into it. <laughs> So like looking at the flooring, the old flooring that's in my house here and the joints are separating because the click system that's in it just wasn't a very good click system at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how old this floor is, but I see stuff like that and I'm like, yeah, we got to We got to fix this and get rid of this. But it also brings up another interesting point that I'm thinking, too, is is that the flooring we are putting in our house, this might surprise you, uh, is laminate. Um, We're not putting in a high end hardwood or anything like that. Because laminate technology has gotten so advanced over the past uh, decade or so that it's actually a really viable product again. Uh, I know in the 90s it was kind of a big thing and then it sort of fell out of favor a little bit, but the technology, especially over the last decade, has really picked up on laminate to where it's, you know, a, a very strong contender and uh, making a bit of a comeback. So. That's that's what I'm putting in my house. Uh, we have a lot of click-together uh, vinyl products that work really well, too. The technology on those has gotten you know almost out of hand in terms of the advancements that they're making to the point where people might be familiar with how laminate uh, planks used to work, where they're very flimsy, and you put them in, and they may crack, or they may not hold up very well. But now they make them with this stone core uh, backing to them to, that makes them almost like a completely rigid product like a laminate board, but it's still completely waterproof and it's very hard to damage that flooring as well.
1: Yeah. And I guess they they just look great too now. They, I mean, a lot of people can't tell the difference anymore between wood and, and these these new laminates.
2: Yeah. And the, the product that we got was from a company called, a manufacturer called Torleys. And we looked through, like, you know, my wife sort of runs the show when it comes to, to what the the look of the flooring is going to be, and I just make sure it's the kind of product that's going to hold up, that's going to last. And I'm also doing something I don't normally do, which is install it myself, because I want to have that experience of like, where are the challenges here? What are the difficulties that people are coming across? Um, So the, the level of flooring that you can choose, as my wife has explained to me, is vast. Like, there are so many choices, it's almost paralyzing in terms of what you could possibly get. When you go into most flooring stores, like, you know, Bob and Joe's Flooring, it's a lot of samples and you see these small little squares and they'll let you bring them home and you can put them up and it's hard to really tell what's going on. Whereas at an end of the roll, you know, what really separates us from uh, any other flooring store is that we have the product in store, you can take a, a full board or a box and go to your house and see, you know, how that looks in your home. So it's not a case of, um, just trying to make a decision based on a two by two square. Right. So, and for the DIYer, it's great because you can walk into our store, pick up a product today and be installing that afternoon
1: hmm We're talking to Mark Basie from End of the Roll. You can go to endoftheroll.com to see all the products they have. Um, and we're talking about laminates, which is really interesting because, uh, you know, Mark is doing his own home and he's using a laminate product. And uh, there are all sorts of choices these days if you go to endoftheroll.com. And, uh, and that's an interesting thing you bring up that it's valuable for you to do it. I'm sure you know, a lot of installers who could just come in and do it, you know, in a, just a few hours or something, but you want to experience what a lot of people are experiencing when they do it themselves. And DIY is a big part of uh end of the role, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it, it's pretty massive. Like a lot of our business is, is much, you know, like the, the weekend warrior that comes in, they want to change their floors, And they want it to not be a difficult process. And a lot of times they're going through like a larger renovation where maybe they've done the kitchen or the bathroom or, or or, um, an entire floor of a house and the flooring is sort of the end part of it. So it can be frustrating when you're getting to the end and you've done all these other renovations and you're just trying to get the floor done and getting it done yourself. If you don't know what you're doing, you might be intimidated by that and go, I just want this done. I just want to get it done. Like, how do I, is this going to be complicated? Doing it myself, I can tell you, I'm, I'm not, an unhandy guy, let's say, but you know, <laughs> growing up, my, my parents are often quick to remind me that I had trouble holding a hammer. Um, so, you know, I, I'm finding the process to be relatively simple. Like, it, you know, you just follow the instructions, which are pretty clear. Uh, most manufacturers have a really good support team with totally, at least They even have a, a number you can call if you're getting stuck somewhere. So it, it's, not a very difficult process. I'm actually surprised at how easy it is. It is time-consuming. Like, an installer could bang it out probably in a few days, whereas for me, it's taking a couple of weeks because I want it to look nice. It's my house, and I've got the, you know, I don't have all the industrial-strength tools that they have. have to get the job done quickly, but it's it's surprisingly easy.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Mark Basie from End of the Roll. And uh, you bring up some interesting points because you're talking about laminate floor. And I think most people, uh, they know the name End of the Roll because it's been around for so long and we've heard it forever. We know the jingle. (laughs) We know everything about end of the roll. And so I think for most people, they know it's more than just the idea of end of the roll, like, uh, you know, remnant carpets getting a good deal on remnant carpets. Uh, But I I guess people still uh, think of end of the roll as the place to go for for carpeting.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's so it's we actually just did a nationwide survey to find out exactly what the perceptions were, because it does seem like you know, people may think we're we're just carpet. We were really surprised to see that although, you know, within Canada, we're the number one choice when people think of uh, a carpeting store to go and visit when they're looking for carpet, we rank really highly among hard surfaces as well. And, and the one thing that we know, like, over the last, especially 10 to 15 years, we've brought more and more hard surfaces in. When you walk into an end of the role now, you're going to see the vast majority of the floor space is dedicated to things like luxury vinyl uh, hardwood laminate, the, the hard surfaces that people are putting in because that's sort of on trend with what's going on. That's not to say that carpet still isn't a huge part of our business. It's it's a very extensive part. Obviously, we're we're Canada's number one retailer when it comes to carpet. So um, people do come in and they are looking for a high quality carpet. It's not just a roll in that you pull off and you just throwing it in your entryway. We're like we're doing entire homes. Um, one of the houses, like we we the um, BC Lottery uh, homes, we like we we do high end projects like that nowadays. So it's pretty much, you know, any type of flooring you're looking for, you can find it at the, the Roll.
1: Right. So let's talk carpeting for a second. Um, how has carpeting changed in the last 10, 20 years? Has the technology really changed?
2: Yeah, I mean, the technology changes in carpet have been slower to progress because it's such an, uh, an older product. And in old homes, the way carpet was used a lot extensively, especially in the 60s and 70s, because floors were uneven, as I'm finding out now during my... Uh, my runner, the floors aren't always square, so carpets are a really easy thing. They just put it down. It didn't really matter. Um, we didn't have the engineered uh, flooring joists that they do now, like ours are dimensional number, like most houses. So carpet was a really easy thing to lay down. So it's been around for, for a long time, you know, more than almost a century now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the technology around it has mostly been around all the difficulties that you find, you know, in a family environment, i.e., spills. <laughs> you know, you get a little bit of red wine on your carpet. Is the carpet ruined? Do we have to pull it out? Stuff like that. Most of the technology has been around being able to clean it easily, have it, you know, be durable and last a long time. And carpet's one of those products that it comes in a variety of quality levels. So, you know, you really do get what you pay for. And if you walk in and end of the role, the flooring advisor will be able to show you, you know, sort of the higher end of the spectrum and the lower end of the spectrum, and then give you the differences in, in quality between them all. Some people are just looking for carpet for their basement. They just want to get something done real quick and we have something that could fit the budget there. Other people are looking for something for their master bedroom where they want to get up and they're dealing with it every day and they want it to look nice and last a long time. And we have products that fit that niche as well. So, but most of the technology advancements around carpet um, have been around the stain blocking, mold resistance, there's a spill all that stuff that would normally shorten the life of a
1: carpet. Right. Yeah, because we, we put some carpet, uh, this is a few years ago now, in, in our basement. And uh, I was amazed at how easy it was to clean up spills because were little, our kids were little back then. And they would be spilling stuff all the time. And uh, you just had to gently dab it most, most of the time with water and the stain would disappear. It was, it was amazing.
2: Yeah. And it's the, the technology behind cleaning products too has gotten really advanced with, with carpets to the point where, you know, you can almost spray things on it that'll just make it disappear. We sell a variety of cleaning products, uh, at our stores as well that will be able to help with that. So the, the, like most of the complaints that usually came in around why people didn't want carpet was just the maintenance behind it. You know, it's, you got to vacuum it all the time. It gets stained. It gets dirty. If it's been around for a couple of years, you know, and a lot of people, you, you get those traffic tracks that come through. So having carpets that are easily, you know, clean, that sort of maintain their shape a little longer, that kind of stuff, you know, it's come a long way. And surprisingly, you know, we went through a period where people were just putting hard surfaces through their entire home, like top to bottom bedrooms, everything. And now we're sort of seeing a trend where it's kind of heading back with people like, you know what, I kind of like having a nice carpet in the bedroom uh, and then doing the hard surfaces throughout the hall the kitchen and the living room stuff.
1: So yeah it, it definitely seemed about about 20 years ago where hardwood floors it was all about floors uh, hard floors hard surfaces but uh, how about uh, how about shag are people coming into uh, end of the roll <laughs> and getting the big 70s shag is that was that ever going to come back
2: well not I don't think in terms of full room wall-to-wall carpeting but you know you can get the shag area rugs. and the one thing a lot of our stores carry a, a wide variety of area rugs Uh, because of that they want that if they do have a hard surface in their living room and they want to have something that kind of brings the room together and makes it a little bit more comfortable and defines an area they'll put in an area rug and we do have some shag options within the area rug the the area rug trends seem to change year by year so we're always bringing in fresh stock of uh, area rugs just to make sure you know we're on trend and shag is one of those things that does tend to come and go depending on the time of year and in the decade,
1: yeah, I I, I like the uh, the shag area rug. I have a little office studio in my house, and I put a like a bright blue shag area rug in the middle. And it really, I, I like it. I like it a lot.
2: <laughs> it's probably the easiest way for, for you to change the look of a room. If you don't want to, like some rooms, yes, you can get it done in a weekend and put in a new hardwood floor or a hard surface floor. But just to change the look of a room, you know, within 10 minutes is an area rug. It's super simple and really easy to do.
1: So lots of area rugs as well at end of the roll
2: yeah so we we have and if if you go to our website at under dot com we actually have quite a few online that you can take a look at and we can order them in and deliver them right to your house during these unusual times as well so uh yeah the website's a great place to start and see what's on there uh and then you'll be able to um get a feel for what kind of style is going to work in your
1: house as well. Yeah, and it's an easy website to remember, endoftheroll.com. Uh, they have nine stores in the Lower Mainland, four on the island, and stores right across Canada. And you know the name, End of the Roll, but endoftheroll.com is the website. Mark Basie is our guest. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the other options that you have For your house, it doesn't have to just be a laminate floor. Or if it is a laminate floor, there's all sorts of looks and uh, textures and qualities and ease of installation. Uh, That's part of the part of the recipe as well. Uh, We'll talk more about your floors with end of the roll, endoftheroll.com. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking floors. And, you know, floors sometimes get short shrift when people are uh, talking about their houses, but but a floor is such a huge part of the overall look and the comfort of a home. And uh, if you want to really see what's out there in terms of options that you have, uh, go to End of the Roll. You know the name, End of the Roll. Go to endoftherole.com. They've got locations across Canada, including nine stores in the Lower Mainland, four on the island. And with me now from End of the Roll is Mark Basie. And uh, Mark was telling me about his own DIY project in his house. And uh, you know, like uh, when I was thinking that you had a DIY project, I was thinking, oh, it must be like the highest end uh, wood floor. And you were saying um, that to you you've been looking at laminates and you've been putting in a laminate floor. And uh, it it really has come a long way, laminate flooring, and the options are are you know quite vast, right? Yeah, so, I mean, we did, it's not that we didn't look at hardwood
2: or that we didn't want hardwood. It just, you know, hardwood is one of those items where it really depends on your lifestyle. And mm-hmm. with dogs and kids and, you know, it just, it can deteriorate pretty quickly if you're, if you're, not, uh, if you're not careful with it. So in, in my last house, we had uh, an engineered product in there and a dog, and the whole thing got scratched up relatively quickly. <laughs> it just doesn't last very long. And then you have to look at refinishing options and those kind of things. So hardwood really is, it's a lifestyle choice. Um, so you have to make sure it fits your lifestyle. And we find, like with most of our stores, um, we find that most people gravitate towards products that are a little bit more durable, a little bit more longer lasting, like the luxury vinyl planks and tiles and, and the laminate products. And, you know, for most homes these days, you know, the you're not going to be able to tell the difference uh, with some of the higher ed laminates and luxury vinyls between that and a wood product. Um, they come nowadays with uh, what's called embossing on it, where it almost feels like the texture of the wood. So um, there's there's a very specific look in hardwood called hand scraped. And you can buy products nowadays in laminate, in uh, luxury vinyl, that have that same hand scraped, not only the look, but the feel to it as well. So it's almost like the the difference between them is getting so um, minimal that you're almost better off going with the product that's going to last you a lot longer uh, and be, you know... Less maintenance in the long term. Because hardwood also, you have to have very specific conditions for it in order for it to be able to do well in your home. You have to make sure you have the right humidity levels. Um, water is always a big issue when it comes to hardwood floors, those kind of things. So you really have to make sure you have ideal conditions for that kind of stuff. Whereas laminate and luxury vinyl tend to do a lot better in almost any environment. So, right. And- so laminate in particular, one of the knocks on it, especially in, in, you know, the nineties was if you spilled something on it, uh, it would puff up. So it has this like uh, medium-density fiberboard backing, or or, um, historically it's had a medium-density fiberboard backing, which basically it it sucks up water and becomes like a sponge. And then your floor starts to like cup and bow when it gets water on it. And that's why people sort of moved away from laminate for a long time into these luxury vinyl products. But what's happened uh, in the past decade or so is the technology behind waterproof laminate has gotten so good that you're not... uh, you're not as concerned about spills. And that's why I'm doing it in my house. The product that we have from Torley's is a waterproof product where if you spill water on it, uh, you have a significant amount of time before you have to deal with it before it would cause any damage to the floor. So it has to be installed correctly, uh, which involves a few steps. But for the most part, uh, the laminate's not going to be damaged by, by a spill like it historically has been.
1: Wow, that's good to know. So uh, Mark Basie is our guest. He's from End of the Roll. the com is where you can go and see all... All the options that you have, everything from carpeting, hardwood, laminate, tile, there's luxury vinyl, um, sheet vinyl, natural stone, glass tile, cork, all those things. So um, you, you were saying that in Vancouver, um, uh, wood floors are, are, are kind of a hotspot. People like them in Vancouver. So what, what are some sort of popular options for wood floors?
2: yeah so like our North Vancouver store does quite a bit in terms of hardwood um, popular options really like hardwood like uh, the one thing that I've noticed with flooring, you know when you go to a big box store you're you're very limited in t- terms of the options they have sort of your different beiges and those kind of things. And what we find is people when they look at their floors it's really personal to them so there's a quite a wide variety, especially when it comes to things like uh, hardwood and now with laminates, you can pretty much you know print anything on them so the color scheme that you're able to get is is quite large. Grays are still popular. Grays uh, seem to be, you know, a trend that's not really going away, especially the lighter side of it. Um, The darker tones have sort of faded out a little bit, um, but people still do, especially when it comes to hardwood, they'll get, depending on their house, they'll get the the darker look as well. What we find though, for the most part, um, a lot of the products still tend to be, like if you go to Pinterest, especially, and you type in flooring, you'll see uh, it's just a sea of gray. Really? (laughs) Very light colored floors. And it works well, like especially nowadays when you can put, you know, flooring throughout your whole house, including the kitchen, and not worry about the spills and those kind of things. You'll see that sort of lighter look that goes across the whole, the whole uh, floor nowadays. Uh,
1: interesting. And you can see it all at endoftheroll.com. Uh, we're talking to Mark Basie from End of the Roll. And uh, we are going through kind of a strange time when it comes to our homes with COVID. Um, the, the housing market has, has been red hot you know, surprisingly, uh, the value of homes is going through the roof. Not only in in sort of the urban centers, but also going out a little further. And I'm guessing that has meant a lot to people who are renovating homes. So how is how is the the market affected end of the roll and and people coming in and fixing up their house? Have you noticed anything?
2: Oh, for sure, for sure. There's a, a few a few things to unpack there. The first one uh, I guess would be those that have found themselves working from home this past year. Uh, and I I'm included in that group uh, and they look around their home and they just want it to be their sanctuary. You know, they're, they want it to be theirs. They, it's not just the place that they're at, you know, for dinner and on the weekends now <laughs> they're there all the time. So every little uh, piece of flooring that they look at, you know, they want to love it. So they've spent the time over the last year. Or so maybe redoing their floor, making their home a little bit better, uh, more, what they want overall. Uh, and then there's the second person, which is, yeah, the, the person that's buying or selling a home. And what we found with the real estate market being, you know, really just spinning out of control, uh, people are buying fixer ups or fixer, fixer uppers now that maybe they weren't going to tackle before. And that's a case where they'll get in and they'll redo all the flooring to make it what they want, uh, because they can't afford the house that has the exact thing that they want now. Right. So, yeah, overall, we've just found that, you know, people want to improve their floors. It's never been easier to do so. And that's something I should note about hardwood as well. Um, hardwood is not a DIY project, really. Uh, I mean, you could DIY it if you were advanced enough, but it's not like it's nothing that I would try and tackle because it's a much more complicated process. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the people that are, you know, taking a look at their home over this pandemic and staying at home and saying, I want to improve this. They're able to do it with a lot of these DIY products from that are luxury vinyl and laminate.
1: Mm-hmm. And when we're talking hardwood floors, um, like what are the popular ones? And I, I cause I noticed now, um, bamboo is becoming more popular. I know that's an eco friendly choice, but, uh, when you, when you say hardwood at end of the roll, what does that mean?
2: So uh, basically when we're, when we we're just talking about hardwood, it's, it's basically any type of product that comes from, you know, nature in that sense. Right. Um, so, you know, a lot of the products that you'll find nowadays too, they'll have, uh, green symbols on them and this isn't just related to wood products or bamboo products or cork products uh you'll you'll find products that are manufactured in a sustainable way uh, across most product lines now uh and that's just you know everybody's trying to reduce their carbon footprint so it's not a case of like you know we want to make sure if the hardwood's coming in it's coming in from a sustainable source those kind of things um so uh, basically hardwood is any type of natural uh product from you know mostly trees although we do have some uh, bamboo that's you know hardwood like that kind of stuff but that's really a specialty product i wouldn't expect to walk into an end the roll and just say hey where's your bamboo flooring um, <laughs> it really depends on the market so just like hardwood hardwood's not available in every one of our stores and that's because it's really um it depends on the area some areas across the country are more prone to having that look in their home uh, than others other people you know there's the areas that still sell a lot of uh different carpet styles that are maybe a little older. Uh, some areas they want the, the newer style It really depends on, on the location.
1: Right. We're talking to Mark Basie from end of the roll, end of the So if someone out there is listening and they're thinking, you know what, my floors, I've got these old wood floors that are scratched, that the golden retriever has completely destroyed. Uh, what's the first step um, obviously go to end of the maybe take a look at what they have, but, um, what would you say is the first step for someone who may, maybe isn't even sure what kind of surface they want to put on their floors?
2: Yeah. I think the biggest thing is the the education factor, I think it will surprise a lot of people. We do a lot of surveys, you know, with our customers to find out, you know, what brought them into the store, uh, what they're looking for, how they found the experience. And the one thing we hear a lot is they just have no idea the different levels of technology and things that have gone into flooring to make them um, what they are today. So, you know, they might go into the store thinking, yeah, I want to get a new hardwood or, yeah, I want to get a new luxury vinyl this. And they end up talking to the flooring advisor and finding out about all the different options. And one of them that I kind of touched on, um, but it's a really big deal nowadays, is is the stone core products, these engineered products. Uh, like I was mentioning with the laminate, where it had the um, sort of the medium density fiberboard, the MDF backing on it previously, they now make them um, with these, with, with a stone core product where it's basically um, a very hard, non-porous surface. So water, like stone, it's made from stone essentially. Uh, so, so it's not going to absorb the water and it's a really durable and strong product. And they do that with both luxury vinyl uh, and laminate nowadays. So those kind of things, consumers, they just don't unless you're in the flooring market and you've been looking at this stuff and they don't really know that that's even an option nowadays. So yeah. They just tend to look at the color and say, I want gray flooring or I want brown flooring. <laughs> and they think that hardwood's the only way to get that. And then they get into the store and they say, well, you know, hardwood, here's the issues that you're going to have with that. And then they look at these other products and they go, you mean there's a 25, 30 year warranty on these, you know, and it kind of perks their ears up a little bit. So,
1: yeah. So, so it's worth educating yourself, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, I would
2: say that the number one thing you can do is stop into a store and just take a look at what's there. Talk to the flooring advisor that's there. They're going to be able to take a look at your family needs and what your, you know, what your house is like, the style, et cetera, and be able to recommend products that are going to work well in that. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a wide variety. Uh, even within the luxury vinyl plank uh, field, there's a ton of different products, from products that you just lay down and don't click together to products that you glue down to products that click together. Like, there's a whole bunch of, of different ways of doing it. It, it depends on your budget you know, what you want it to do, how you want it to perform, how long you want it to last, et cetera, et cetera. So definitely going in and talking to a flooring advisor, well, they'll help you point you in the right direction and give you some options that'll work for you.
1: Yeah. And, and going to end of the role, going into the store has always been a very, it's kind of a social thing. You, there's a lot of, uh, it's very tactile. You're, you're feeling carpet, you're looking at floors and it, and it really is something that you you can see it on the website. And that's great, but there's nothing like seeing it for real. So so uh, how are you dealing with COVID and, and you've, your stores are open, people can come in and, and see this stuff?
2: Yeah, so I'll, the only caveat I'll say to that, depending on where the, the person's listening from, is definitely check the website and give the store a call. Uh, depending on the, your local health authority, they may be closed for various reasons, hotspots, etc., Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are doing everything that's uh, not only required, but we go above and beyond and making sure that the stores are safe. We're limiting traffic where appropriate. We're making sure, you know, sanitizers available, those kind of things. But yeah, getting into the store really is the best way to sort of experience things. And if you haven't been to end of the roll in a while. I highly recommend checking one out because you might be surprised at what you'd find in there. Uh, we have an enti- It's almost like a warehouse-style store where we have just pallets and pallets of hard surfaces, rolls and rolls of carpet, and you can go in and look at something more than just a two-inch square. You can see entire boards laid out uh, and be able to say, hey, I like that pattern. Hey, I like this design. Hey, I like the way this feels. Things that you may not get when you're just going into a sample store or a big box store to take a look at you know, the limited stuff that they tend to have. Uh, you're actually able to see a wide variety, compare it, go, oh, here's a hardwood beside a laminate, here's a laminate beside a luxury vinyl, and take a look and go, you know, I do like this one better. Or here's what I think of this one. Or how does this compare with this carpet we want to get? So going into the store really is, it, it helps the experience of knowing exactly what you're going to be getting in your house, for sure.
1: Well, thank you, Mark. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Mark Basie from End of the Roll, and good luck with your uh, with your own project.
2: Thanks, Martin. Yeah, hopefully I uh, don't hit my thumb too many times with
1: the nails. <laughs> we'll hear you screaming. <laughs> yeah, definitely. From here. Uh, End of the Roll is the place to go. End of the And as you heard, your options are limitless. So uh, check that out. End of This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, it's Ask Andrew. All right. That was great. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and with me now is Andrew Ferreira. He is our executive producer here at Vancouver Consumer. He's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on. And speaking of the pulse, uh, what used to be a very loud pulse, the Vancouver Indy Race. Man, that was was great, but it was really, really loud. And you've got news on something that uh, could be equally as great as the old Indy Race, but not as loud.
0: Yeah, so if for those not, you know, for well, the last time I remember the ye old Molson Indy was when I was a wee little, mm-hmm. you know, human nugglet. Uh, and I really liked loud cars going vroom vroom. <laughs> um, mind you, part of that love is still there. I do still kind of like cool cars that go vroom vroom. But, uh, you know, the world is changing. And, you know, we're always looking at new environmentally friendly things and ways for us to change the way we enjoy things. And so Formula One... Uh, you know, big vroom vroom cars. Um,
1: <laughs> that's the technical. That's the technical
0: term. They go vroom vroom very fast. Uh, Formula One has a branch of races called Formula E, and the E stands for electricity. These cars are are, are quiet. Um, and from way back in the day, one of the biggest complaints about the Molson Indy around you know around the Falls Creek Flats area uh, was the was was the noise. Um, you know, the people who live nearby, those race cars are uh, to to use also very scientific terminology. Heck Um, you know, those could hit up to 140 decibels. Yeah, uh, nothing to sneeze at in terms of uh, of terms of loud of loudness. But this Formula E, uh, these are all electric cars. These cars, um, you know, uh, not even the cars and the crowd noise and everything associated with that. They're expecting it to only hit 65 decibels. Really? And that, you know, electric. If, if you if you've you know been walking down the sidewalk and a Tesla whizzes past you, you only notice it because you see it. Yeah. You don't really hear the Tesla coming. You might hear the tires, and that's it. Yeah. Right. And that's the same thing with these Formula E cars. They're you no know, for you know high performance race cars are very quiet
1: wow um, I, so they're busy putting in these slots now they're installing the because it's like the old slot cars oh I'm, i would I'm that would be
0: that would be kind that would be that would be fun those slot cars are fun but no it'll be you know a proper you know if this comes to vancouver in in 2022 um It will be at like a proper, you know, Molson indiesque race course around, you know, from uh, from bc place around false Creek to science world and looping back. Wow. Um, So City Council this week approved a nine to in a nine to one vote nine to one. That's pretty good. uh, A partnership with Montreal based OSS group uh, and the hope is that they'll be able to uh, in 2022 bring what they hope to call the Vancouver E pre which I really like that. (sighs) Yeah. to Vancouver. Uh the hope is of course that it'll bring um, you know they want this to be more of a not just diehard race car fan event. So, you know, both nights of the uh of the events will have a concert at BC Place. Um the concert, you know, I know concerts seem like something that ha- last happened fifty-five years ago. Yeah. Um, but there'll be a concert at the end of each day. There will be, you know, a cool little um Areas that are kind of fenced off that spectators can come and go through uh, the grandstands and everything else will have a capacity for 56,000 spectators um, and the hope that and here's the big thing, especially as we start to hopefully begin to look forward. Um, this is supposed to produce or expected to produce uh, upwards of 83 million dollar in economic spinoffs. Wow. Um, so, you know, as fun as it is to watch the cars go vroom vroom or maybe whoosh whoosh because they're not they're not gas engines anymore. Um uh, the money and the and, can, and the economic benefit from this could very well be already you know worth it given you know in, you know hopefully next year uh, all of us have gotten uh, injections of you know Bill Gates's five G hyper vaccine right. I mean you know <laughs> uh, the vaccine to help you uh, you know hopefully uh, not end up with serious symptoms of COVID nineteen um, so if all works out we might be you know back home again. Uh, yeah. To uh, a cool car race.
1: Yeah, it sounds interesting, and I, I guess the pit crews will have to get really good at replacing the batteries because. Well,
0: exactly. I, I wonder how that's going to work. I'd <laughs> yeah. want to see the the video for that.
1: Yeah, because they, the pit crew they'll stop, then they plug it in and wait a half an hour, and do, then they do, go do, again. Do, 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 do. I'm guessing they'll have extra batteries.
0: Yeah, that, that's my guess is they'll have kind of like a battery rack that they just kind of hot swap out as the cars come in, which you know should be super cool to watch. But I I think this is a great idea, Uh, and I'm very excited. There's been one other Formula E event in Canada, by the way, and this was held in Montreal uh, in 2017, and apparently that was a, a rousing success. Wow. So, hey, here's hoping. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be cool to watch the cars go from vroom again.
1: Yeah, vroom-vroom. Very cool. Thank you, Andrew. Andrew Ferreira, the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. And when our second half continues, uh, if you've had uh, travel plans canceled and you're waiting for a refund, uh, you should be entitled, likely. Uh, I've got that story. That's coming up next.